0: podcast I hope that the traffic clears for you soon because I know so many of you listen in the car I know I do and I get stuck in traffic all the time sometimes I'm spending two and a half hours in the car on the way home so the podcast is my is my way of learning Uh, so I've got a lot of love for the podcast and that's why I'm trying to uh, record some more specific intros for you rather than just stripping the video content I hope you enjoy in this episode we are joined by Yoda We go. Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of Real Estate TV. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about wealth creation, and I'm actually joined by Damien Merchant. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself?
1: Okay. Um... So I'm a father of four children, yep. um, married. Um, I've been in the real estate game one way or another since I was 20. Yep. So I started in real estate, uh, established real estate when I was uh, 20 at, um, well actually my first job was at uh, a Frankston office. Okay. Two months in, Yep. Uh, the boss I didn't really, I got given a diary and said, go sell. Yep. And uh, two months later I got fired, uh, cause you know, I hadn't obviously hit the targets these guys had wanted, but yep. um, I was devastated. You would have been. A- anyway, went to, and then I found myself at, I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna give up. And I went and worked at Stockdown Lego in Cranbourne. Yep. And I, these guys trained me, they, um, yeah, put me through courses and training unlike the previous place. And mm. within six months of being there, I was in the top ten in the whole franchise group, um, top ten listers. Yes. And um, so I was in selling homes back then for oh, what seemed expensive then is like 130 grand. Yep. Yeah. Very different now. Yeah. And anyway, I was there for about four or five years, mm. and then. Um, but being in Cranbourne, I was watching all these land estates opening up and, you know, this construction everywhere. And I knew very little about it. But there was one, there was a company that um, out there that was doing quite a lot, LJ Hooker New Homes, yep. um, a guy by the name of Greg Kilner and Warren Truen were running the show there. And, and I really was keen to learn. I was doing well, I was making good money. Mm. Um, you know, I was, well, yeah, you know, I was earning like 130 grand as a 22-year-old. That's pretty good. Um, and yeah, so what what happened there? Then yeah, so but I re- was keen to learn. I sort of learned what I could in established real estate. Mm. So four years in, I was like, I don't really see myself doing this for the rest of my days. Yeah, and I was curious about the new home space mm. and land subdivisions and all yep. of that. So yep. I went work with these guys yep. and to learn. Mm-hmm. And I, my income uh, went down by two thirds.
0: That's how you know you're doing something right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I remember this saying, someone said to me, work, um, you know, pay now or play later mm. or play now and pay later, mm. whatever you do. Yeah, okay like what you know what if, if you pay now mm. you'll play for longer yeah, if okay. you play now you'll pay for longer okay and i had that in my mind and i knew i needed to pay a cost for my learning yeah so i started off doing a university degree that mm. i just didn't want to finish but i knew i had to do a degree in life mm-hmm. and so that experience with those guys was that mm. so I went and worked for them for three years and yeah. I understood and I, um, from those guys I learned how development works yep. I learned the you know how a broad hectare piece of dirt gets owned I learn about planning I mm-hmm. learn about structuring deals I learn about yields I learn about you know the construction process and costings and feasibilities etc yep and so I started to, um, uh, yeah, I was putting deals together for for those guys um, who were doing big unit sites mm. and, but I had the itch that I wanted to do my own thing. Um, mm. Had they offered me some sort of ownership in that business, I would have stuck around yeah, okay. uh, yeah. and wanted it, but that just wasn't on the table at mm-hmm. that time. And so, um, yeah, so I was 26, mm-hmm. Yeah, 26, yeah. And um, started my own business. Uh, cool, um, under. Went back to the Stockdown Lego yep. umbrella yep. and started Stockdown Lego Projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yeah, that, no, was it, was that 26? Sorry, I'm trying to get, no, I was 27, that's right. And the year was 2008 that I started and Six months before the GFC, yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. So <laughs> Good timing time to start a business
1: was terrible. Yep. Like we started off, I started off, and I st- well, yeah. Eight months later, I had three or four staff working, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then yeah, the whole sky fell down. Yep. The GFC, yep. the whole market just stopped. So, um, how old were you?
0: How old am I now? How how old I, in two thousand eight, I was uh, no eleven. Yeah, <laughs> eleven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, anyway it was uh that was tough and then it came but anyway we um we sort of traded through that Mm -hmm. and yeah somehow survived yep i don't really know how Mm -hmm. but we did by the grace of god it sounds (laughs) like (laughs) and um so anyway um fast forward like we started growing as a business and we needed um and I think I mentioned to you earlier the the book, the E Myth. Yep. Um, it's a fantastic book for anyone that's looking at starting a business. I yep. definitely highly recommend you read mm. that before. Yep. Um, but I started looking at the the business of real estate. I was sure. a good agent, mm-hmm. but I wasn't a business. I wasn't sure. I, I had a lot to learn in business. Yep. You know, how to manage cash flows, how to mar- marketing, how to. Um, Attract staff, how mm. to maintain, train, develop, all of those mm. things. Yep. Manage people. Yep. Like I was young, mm-hmm. and I, I remember thinking, "Who the hell's going to work for me?" Mm-hmm. Like, you know, felt like Yep. I was, still felt like a big kid. Yes. Yeah, you know, pretending to be an adult. Mm. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I um, so probably should talk because I know you're about property. Um, <laughs> I had bought a property when I was 21. Yep. In Cranbourne, it was it wasn't the prettiest place in the mm-hmm. world, but yeah, you know, it was just for me for savings. sure of course it was yep. it was a 12 square little shitter yep. on Monahan's road yep and yep and I, I i polished that turd as much as i could yep um you know put some uh, paint on it and yes. some new carpets but it was it was a very um, mm. basic place mm. but it, i i just i just used that as almost for savings yeah, and you. um but when i started my business i actually had to sell that to start the business Right. Okay. So I sold that property, yep. and then got um, and that started the, my you. first business. And for a long time, I'd actually just invested in businesses, not mm. property. Mm. So I was okay. going for cash flow. Yeah. Have you ever read Rich Dad Poor Dad?
0: Uh, no, but I've heard ep- excerpts of it. Read it. Okay.
1: And anyone listening, yep. I definitely think it's a, a great great framework. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I. I was learning about development, Mm. I'd started my own business, I was privileged to be able to, because we were selling sites to developers, I kind of saw development as this um, alchemy, you know, like Mm -hmm. this mysterious thing, and it was like getting to peer behind the curtain Mm -hmm. in The Wizard of Oz, and once I got behind the curtain, I realised this is an alchemy, it's a process, Um, and... And there's nothing mystical about it. Mm. It, it was simply a process.
0: That's a hundred percent how I feel. I mean, we've I've sold projects yeah for a bit now, mm. and Dad and I actually did one. And mm. once we did that, I watch. And it, you're right, it is just a process. You yeah. think it's this huge thing, and how the hell could I overdo that? And then you go and see it, and you go, "Hang on, yeah. it's not." Yeah.
1: yeah, and then you meet the best developers <coughs> in Australia, and you realise. A lot of them, these are just men behind the curtain, peddling the wheels. Yep. Like the Wizard of Oz, and they, the perception that they're bigger than Ben Hur is yep. just... Um, They'll
0: put their pants on one leg at a time.
1: <sighs> they do. Yep. And, you know, so, so I got... And I teamed up with a couple of guys at Three Pillars yep. to do development. So we did our... Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, uh, again, I, I bought a site in Pakenham. Mm-hmm. Got plans and permits for it for mm. 21 on Army Road. And yep. flipped it. Yeah. Okay. And that money was used to get us through the GFC. Okay. And grow yeah. the business. Yes. Which would one mm. eventually become Core Projects. Okay. So it was originally Stockdown and Lego, and then we merged with mm. um, Northside Real Estate. Yes. With Steve Hay, yep. and formed Core Projects. Yeah, okay. Um, but that that was quite a, a long way down the road. Mm. Um, but yeah. So. Um, So I was doing that. Simultaneously, I started doing deals with Ben and Tom at Three Pillars. So we did a 56 unit site in Pakenham. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we bought land in Berwick and did a hundred lot subdivision there. We did 60, 70 townhouses. I can't remember exactly how many in Notting Hill. Mm -hmm. And then we bought um, through off the receivers, um, three precincts in Martha Cove. Um, so with the Three Pillars crew developed about 210 dwellings there mm-hmm. and then with another crew, your yep. old man was part of that, yep. um, we bought a, a marina mm. and um, yeah, so um, that's been sort of yeah, <laughs> a bit of a, the, what I've done mm. and, and I currently, and somewhere in the mix there we started a software company It just
0: accidentally happened.
1: (laughs) Well, in the pursuit of creating processes, (laughs) we looked at the tech that we were using. And look, I'm a big fan of tech. I think um, tech's going to change every industry. Mm -hmm. And I reckon property's probably the last. It's a slow-moving game.
0: I totally agree with
1: that. 100%. So now I'm involved in a company that's building tech for the real estate industry. Called Rex Labs. Yep. Yep. So we've got about four products. Would be mm-hmm. one of the largest CRMs in Australia. Yep. Just recently opened up in the UK. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah,
0: right, fantastic. Kicking yeah. goals, love it. So my audience is they skew a little bit younger. I'm finding um, through various um, channels, some of them are even as young as 16 years old, and some of them awesome. have some some cash saved. I've had a kid recently <clears throat> um, email me on um, Instagram and say. He's got $25,000 saved, what what should I be doing? Mm. So I, I guess the conversation around building wealth at a young age, what would you be doing if you had some cash like these kids saved, whether they're 18 or 25 or whatever it is. Mm. Young and impressionable and...
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, may not be the answer you want, mm. um, but... One thing I've looked at, and looking at the wealthiest property owners in Australia, yep. you know, I've met guys that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and, and dealt with them closely, mm. and um, all of these guys park money in property.
0: Yep.
1: But they, don't, they don't start there. Okay. They all start by having a business, mm-hmm. by generating cash flow. Yep. When you've got more money than you need to survive, mm-hmm. you have disposable income. That disposable income can either be pissed up against a wall, which most people do, yep. or saved mm-hmm. for investment. Yep. Now, property is just one of mm. the investment classes out there. Yep. Now, it's a darling of Australia in terms of um, of, but. You have a look at, well, I mean, we've had a lot of growth in property over the last 20 years and, you know, the banks are harder to deal with now than Mm -hmm. ever. Um, And you sit there and go, with $25,000, could you start a business that could generate you Mm. an extra 25K a year, passively, Mm. you know, whether it be a, a, I don't know, an Amazon store. Yep, It could be, you know i would I would always encourage people not everyone's inclined to start their own business totally but if you've agree. got if you if you have an idea like, you can act on that and if you can mm. th- there's a hundred million ways to make money yep. in business yep. and I would say that that's really how I got into the game of property is in terms of parking it but am I buying property today with um at the moment i'm not yep i don't see the fundamentals don't make You're sense right. to me okay um i understand that as a minimum that yes it's a good idea to get in the market get don't put yourself under a noose leave some margin so that you can maybe invest in yourself mm-hmm. and start a business Yep. or invest in your education yep. whatever you do mm-hmm. like don't put yourself in a noose because the thing I've seen that kills creativity the fastest is stress. Yep. Nothing causes stress mm. more than two things really, well three things, lack of sleep, mm. <laughs> um, not being honest with yourself and others, yep. so being duplicit, so mm. have integrity, mm. and then you, you, you're pretty, you can live in peace. Mm. And the other one's financial pressure. Yep. And there is a tendency to want to keep up with the Joneses. And I remember for me, I bought my first the house that I live my first house that I live in Mm. when I was 33 right yeah even though I started I bought my first property at 21 yes I sold that yep to start a business got you to create cash flow yeah then that cash flow went on to buy properties
0: Mm.
1: but they weren't to live in they were they were micro-businesses yeah you know I bought them to make money off them Mm. Whether I bought flipped it bought yeah Uh, Developed it out, but I had cash flow that enabled me to do that. Mm. And we started a software business with that cash flow. Mm -hmm. Bought a marina, you know. So you sit there and go, really, like a lot of people, like, yes, buy a property and as a forced method of savings, it's not a bad idea. Try not to buy a unit Mm -hmm. or or an apartment because land goes up. Yes. Properties go down, land goes up. So Mm You know, I would say, but look for good infrastructure if you're going to do that. Yeah. But don't put yourself under a noose. Don't put yourself under that pressure because if you're under pressure, you're under stress, you're not going to be creative. You're going to end up feeling trapped and you'll feel, end up working for somebody else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of this need for security, you know, and so I'm, I'm a big fan of building wealth for freedom. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people buy properties and end up trapped. Yeah. And that's the opposite of freedom. Yeah. You know, so... Um, don't let the great Australian dream become your nightmare. That's probably my advice. Yeah. And I okay, go, you know, you're talking to young guys who've got brilliant minds and, you know, I'd say invest in yourself, read, read, yeah. reading's cheating. Yeah. Get around people that are succeeding. Yeah. And you'll learn. Success leaves clues. Yep. Yeah. So talk to people that have sort of gone, been there, done that, mm. I just, I'm a sponge, like I'd still, I mean the more you know, the more you don't know, like mm. I don't know that much, Yeah, there are so many people that are smarter than me, in property, in business, in yep. every field, yep. but I want to, I'm curious, percent. So s- stay curious, yep. keep digging, keep looking, but be true to yourself and your own passions, and and at some point, I think you've got to back yourself, mm. you know, so, 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 Anyway, I don't
0: know. If that no, no, the it's question. really, really good, actually. So all these kids have yep. just heard, gonna start a business." Shit. Now what? <laughs> do you think it's important to be passionate about around what it is you're starting? I mean, I don't care too much about plants. If I went and started a nursery, would that be no good? Or do you reckon the the idea, if or do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: I'm definitely not saying, "Hey, you got twenty five grand, go start a business." But I'll just say, think a bit broader than just oh, I've got 25 grand, I'm gonna buy a property. Yep. That's the default mm-hmm. of Australian society.
0: Yep, it's because it's what mum and dad did. It's what, what everyone tells Granddad you did. to do. Yep, yeah?
1: 100%. You know, there's Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. He's, um, the, yeah, I don't know, do you know Warren Buffett? I do, not
0: personally, but I know of him.
1: Probably the most, he would be the most successful stock trader in the yep. world. And yep. one of the wealthiest guys in the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His investment strategy loosely is this. Whatever the world is doing, I'm going to do the exact opposite.
0: 100%. Supply so and demand.
1: Everyone's buying, I'm selling. Yep. If everyone's... Um, so you sit there and go, well, don't follow the crowd. Mm. Have the courage to follow your own yep. mind. Um, now, if you're, 25, if you're young, you're mm. 25 grand, save. Yep. Don't just rush and buy a property because that's what everyone else is doing. You might have an idea in you that needs to be developed yep. and fostered. Yeah learn read books on if you are thinking oh yeah maybe Mm. maybe i would would like to start my own business then read learn talk to people who have started businesses and find out what lessons you can learn because experience is expensive Mm -hmm. and you know you can learn from a lot of people Mm. and if you have some you know if if you have humility and you're teachable there's plenty of people that will he will, yep. you know, just hand over, yeah, okay. you know, good massive amounts of knowledge that's cost them a lot to learn, yep. and you know you can learn from them, yep. and that's that that shortcuts the process. No, I like
0: that. I still like to think of myself as doing my apprenticeship, and I think I'll probably yeah. be doing my apprenticeship for the rest of your life. To, but yeah, <laughs> ultimately, yeah.
1: But if you're yeah. not if you're not growing, you're dying. Hundred percent. So I, you know, I. Yeah. 39 I'm turned 40 this year yep and I'm like I'm I feel like I'm back at school you know I'm, yeah. I'm learning yeah like um yeah and the world's shifting every day like you you know you look at um machine learning and yeah we're doing we're just scratching the surface of yeah. that and you know robotics and nanotech and there's so many things that, mm. that you know we don't know I don't know yeah and I'm yeah you know, and every every day you know there's always something that, mm. that you need to be learning and um and i think it's important that you do follow your interests and yeah. your passion like well, i think you need to eat so you know i think no offense but your generation can be stuck in a mentality that oh i'm just going to do what i love and i'm not going you know and unless i'm not doing what i love i'm not going to do it yeah well it's like you know what Good luck eating. Yeah. You know, how long are you going to stay at home for? Yep. I think at some point, like, you just got to work. 100%. You know, and pay a price. Yep. And sacrifice. But it's mm. that pay now, play later. Yep. So you pay a price, like, well, all your mates are partying. Yep. I wasn't. Yeah. I was working 80 hours a week as yep. a 20-year-old. Yep. I was reading books. Mm. You know, I was feeding my, my brain. I was going to conferences. Yep. I was asking people can I have a coffee with you? I want to pick your brains, mm, mm, you know? Mm. And all my other mates, they were getting smashed, chasing, yep. Yep. chasing the ladies. Mm. That that was, you know, and yeah, it's yeah, obviously tempting, mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I was like, well, I'm gonna pay now because I want to play yep. for the long haul, mm. you know? And so, you know, and, and like a lot, a lot of my friends, you know, they, um, 27, 28, was starting my business, they mm. were now coming out of the party scene. Yeah. Going, all right, now I'm gonna start a career. Well I had already established one. Yeah. Um, deeply. Yeah. And so yeah, that's I don't know if that's relevant. But really relevant. It's yeah. really
0: good. No, I really like it. Like it. Mmm. Mm, very interesting. Well it's taken a different sort of turn, which I like. Um so I'm out of questions, to be honest with you, which is good. I like that. Um, You're all stuck for words. Yeah. that's really good. It's really good. I like that. I like that. Um, No, my girlfriend would be quite surprised that I'm out of words. (laughs) And so would my mum. But uh, yeah, yeah. I I think that's it really. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Um, I really enjoyed filming this episode. If you have some comments or questions, let me know down below uh, and I'll pass them on to Damien and we'll get some answers. Um, But thank you so much and um, see you next time.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I've got a lot of love for the podcast. It's how I learn. Uh, so really pumped to see what's on the way. Uh, if you are too, it'd be fantastic if you could uh, tap that subscribe button uh, and have me in your ears on the way to work or on the way home from work or taking your dog out for a walk, however you do it. And don't forget to pass it along.